to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brain up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dietitian Values Podcast. Today, I want to talk about marketing, and I want to ask the question, or I want to encourage us all to ask the question, is my marketing triggering? And I'm talking about it particularly in relation to the idea of being trauma-mindful in business. Um, And if you're familiar with trauma-informed care, being trauma-informed in your practice with clients, with the humans you work with, you know it's just about minimizing harm and trying to reduce the impact or the burden, the extra adding to somebody's trauma. It's trying to just run your practices through the lens of, is this doing less harm and and it's holding that people have experienced trauma and how can we practice in a way that doesn't add to that and the same can apply to our businesses how we run our businesses and if you didn't catch it I did an episode last week on why what it is and why we should be why I believe why I have that being trauma mindful in business is an essential part of having a human-centered business I'll drop the link to that in the show notes so you can go catch up on that. I've also got an episode around the principles of trauma-mindful business, so I'll I'll add that as well. So there's a few like backgroundy stuff if you want to either pause now and go listen to that or catch up on that after if this kind of bikes your interest and you're like, hmm, actually I I would like to know more about that, then you can check it out. And so I want to talk today about marketing um, and how we can get curious about what's going on in our marketing and really how we can build marketing practices and marketing strategies that are not, um, that are trauma mindful, trauma informed. Now, before I jump into the content of the episode, I'll just briefly mention that I am I have opened up registration, sign up to a six-week trauma-mindful business practices space that's going to be running um, this year, 2022, in November. Um, this episode is brought to you by Integrate, my six-week trauma-mindful business practices program. So basically what Integrate is, is I'm going to run through the six principles of being trauma-mindful in business. And then mostly we're going to be talking about what does that look like and how the bloody hell do you do it in practice, in your business, in real time? How do you build it as a process? How do you embed it into your systems and strategies so it's not something that is an extra thing to think about, that it's just there embedded in what you are doing? And how does it become just part of business as usual for your business to be trauma mindful? Again, not an extra thing to add on. And so that's what that space is about. It's a six-week space for you and me if you are interested and other health professionals and helping professionals to come together to talk about what it would look like and basically to support you to have strategies and practices you can embed in your business so that you can have this as a process and as a practice. And it's doing that through conversation, doing that 
so that we can integrate through connection and conversation. Because a lot of the times we learn things in a very intellectual way. And I want this to be a way we can embed. So when we talk about us, like, you know, practices, particularly around trauma and, and things we talk often, um, and you might have heard about, about embodying. So as humans within our body, embodying things, um, we can talk about it. Like you can conceptualize it as embodying it in your business. I feel like sometimes because we don't, as humans, think of our businesses as as entities um, that therefore I feel like embedding um, tends to kind of relate to a little bit more tangent. Anyway, so it's all about embedding it in your business, taking it beyond the intellectual, beyond the knowing, but on the checklist, beyond the, you know, doing a, doing a course and getting the, you know, the intellectual knowledge, but never actually making change or or not, not really knowing how. Um, So it's, it's giving some of that knowing, that intellectual knowing, but it's taking it further into embodying and embedded knowing within your business. And so that is what the program's about. If you're interested, go check it out, dietitianvalues.com forward slash integrate, I-N-T-E-G-R-A-T-E. And it's called that because it's all about integrating things into our business rather than just learning things. Um, It's about that integration. And also it's about that integration of, you know, all of the pieces um, for us in our businesses. Okay. So that is that. Um, And so now let's talk about, is our marketing triggering? Is your marketing, marketing triggering? Short answer, probably. Um, And this is, I suppose, a space where there is no clear answer. And it's a process of really where the goal is not to never trigger, not to make it not triggering, but to reduce the chance, to reduce the impact. So it's having on one hand the intent um, of not triggering people within the trauma space, um, not actually um adding to what people are already holding. Um, But it's also about the impact of lessening any of that kind of um, stuff going on. So it's a process and it's like a feedback loop. So it's about working with what we've got. It's about looking at our marketing and, and having a plan to do less harm, to resist harm in our marketing. And then if harm does happen, to have a process where you can actually use that information to minimize harm, to reduce harm, to do less harm going forward. Because the reality is we have to accept we will do harm, right? If we're sitting here trying to create a marketing plan where we don't, like where everything we say is taken, um, you know, everyone is happy, agrees with everything we say, it's completely fine, then we're probably not going to be saying much. The reality is if we're talking about things that are sensitive, we're talking about things around trauma, but if you work in the non-diet space, the weight inclusive space, then you're going to be working around conversations and content that can be very close to people's trauma and close to that space of, of, of potentially triggering somebody. So what we're doing here is not about going, I'm never going to trigger someone, I'm never going to do any harm. I think do no harm is so unrealistic. Um, it completely sets us up to have the the focus be on <laughs> avoiding harm versus the repair, which I feel is the most important bit. And what I'll do is I'll actually um, link to an episode that I did a little while ago around what I have around this, which I believe is that acceptance that harm will happen actually makes space for us to do less harm. So I'll just pop that. I'm just putting a note for myself. <laughs> so that I actually remember to link that um, in the show notes. So check out that if you want to. Um, 
And then, so we start with that premise. And so the better question, I believe, is not is our marketing triggering, but how can we do less harm through our marketing? And so I want to talk about a couple of things that I see and then also just give you a few questions to think about, to filter things through. So firstly, thinking about marketing, the definition of marketing, it's not just your social media posts. It's not just a flyer or or promo thing. Marketing is pretty much anything and everything you do in your business because it's the way you share your work and your business with other people. And so my podcast here that I'm talking to you, yes, it's educational and hopefully educational and informational and maybe sometimes entertaining, but it's also marketing because I'm sharing about the work that I do. I'm sharing it in a way that, yes, I want you to be able to take things from it. But the reality is, is it might actually plant a seed for some people to go, hmm, actually, yeah, I would would like to work with Laura. I'm interested in that Integrate program she's talking about. So even when I'm not specifically and explicitly like what I did at the start of this episode saying, here's this thing, go check it out if you're interested. Um, What I'm sharing is marketing because I'm sharing about my business and how I work and what I do and my kind of dream for the world and, and giving and inviting you to come along with me if that works for you. Marketing is through a lot of our business. So it's not just, um, you know, just our direct marketing efforts. That's kind of more like our advertising, right? Um, but our marketing is is bigger than that. So it's really about looking across the whole business around what are we doing? What are we up to? Um, and when we are communicating, when we are relating, um, because marketing is relating, um, when we're relating to people, um, what is, what's going on? And what's my what's my intent here? What's my purpose here? Um, what am I sharing and how am I sharing it? And am I sharing it in a way that, is there a way to do this that will do that, that can minimize harm further than what I'm doing? So it's almost like just looking at, okay, this is what I'm doing. And, and it's running it through a lens of, of trauma mindfulness. And so it's looking at it and thinking about, okay, and it's not about tying ourselves in knots and thinking who's going to think this and what's they going to think and, you know, so that we get to a point where we're scared or fearful of saying anything because we could offend someone or hurt someone. It's not about that. It's about being super clear on who you are and your values and what you want to share. So you've got your message. You know what you want to share, the content, the crux of it. The trauma mindful piece or the less triggering piece is the how we're sharing it as well. Like some of it can be the what we're sharing because clearly there are some very triggering, harmful, fat phobic shit out there, right? Um, Where the what is quite harmful. But the fact you're listening along here, I think you're probably a little bit further along in that you've probably run your what through a trauma mindful lens. And we're still always learning, right? So we can still keep working on that. Um, But it's also the why of it as well or the how how we're sharing information, what kind of tools are we using, what kind of emotions are we trying to, um, I suppose, connect? What are we connecting with in the humans that we are trying to share this information with? So some of the things out there that people can use, which I would, I feel like it's an opportunity for us to stop and think and look at what's going on. But one of the things that often gets used in marketing is shame. Um, and even when we're not purposely meaning to even when people I don't think people are purposely meaning to make incite shame in other people or elicit that response but when it comes to marketing because the way it's traditionally taught um, often it's just people don't see it Um, so I'll give you an example and I've talked a little bit about this um, like um, 
I did another episode. I'll put that in the show notes around like, um, is our, um, is your social media replicating diet culture? I know we can do better social media. We can do better. Um, that's the episode. And, um, what I talked about in that, and I'll just talk a little bit about that. Oh, well, one of the examples I used was around how often we can think about shame. So here's an example that I often see. I don't want to hear about your, your diet, Sharon, um, or like little memes of like my face when my coworker starts talking about their, their latest keto diet. And look, I get it around what our intent is there. Like, you know, we're trying to use humor. We're trying to make fun of something a little bit like, you know, poke fun at something a little bit, but what actually happens is we end up making fun of the very humans that we're wanting to support because at some time they've shared their diet with a coworker. (laughs) They've, Hopefully, when they sit down in front of you in your session, you are going to want to hear about their diets, right? You're going to want to hear about their history, about what's been going on for them so that you can hold that and have a bit of a clearer picture. And so sometimes I feel like we just, when it comes to marketing, we sometimes forget that little hat that we wear when we're in our practice, right? In our clinical practice, in our working with humans, the way we think about things, the way we think about how we word things and talk to people, sometimes we use at the expense of that holding of humanity um we sacrifice that for the quick win the 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 laugh the um relatability the the kind of jumping on bandwagons or little meme things and we we can do that through our marketing and we actually at the expense of us holding space for the humanity of others and sometimes for ourselves And so what I would really encourage you to look at or to think about or to run things through is, is this something I would say to a human I was working directly with? So if you sat down in your clinic room or on your Zoom Zoom call and the human you're working with, traditionally called a client, the human you're working with starts telling you about their latest, they saw an ad for a diet and they're they're contemplating it um, or they started it or their best friends on it and they just won't stop talking to them about it. Would you say to them, I don't want to hear about your diet? Would you say to them, would you shut them down in that? Would you, would you use that? Is that how you would talk to them? If um, you were in that space and they start talking about, you know, your diet, their diet. If you were doing a shared meal, like I know within the eating disorder space, sometimes there's those spaces of doing shared meals, of doing eating, supported eating space. You know, sometimes another meme is like my face when, when co-workers start commenting on my lunch um, or ask, am I going to eat that as a dietitian? Um, and again, I get why we do these things, right? But I think that we can pause and ground in our own values and think about, and like I said, a really quick litmus test is, would I say this to a human I was working with. And so if a human you're working with, you were sharing a meal with them and they commented on your meal or whatever, would you roll your eyes at them? Would you do that? Or would you use it as an opportunity to engage with them, to get curious about what's going on for them? Um, and so I think we can do better. And I think that we can think about is our marketing triggering because there's many ways or we would not communicate with the humans we're working with because we know it can be triggering around their relationship with food, their relationship with their body. But I see the exact same things coming up in the marketing of people um, who are sharing non-diet, weight-inclusive, health-at-every-size messages. Now, this podcast episode and this sharing or this getting curious is not here to shame anyone. I'm not interested in naming names. I'm using those very generic ones because they're the ones we see over and over again. Um, 
I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in us is pausing and stopping and giving ourselves that opportunity to ground in our values, right? And to be really clear and and just to hold the humanity of other other people, to stop and pause and think, am I holding this? Because sometimes like I'll see something and yeah, I'd love like sometimes like my instinct is to get on a little rant, right? Or like you shouldn't be doing this or they shouldn't be doing, you know, like to, to use it as a way I could market, right? I could use so many examples that I see as a way I could show people, you know, examples of how things are, um, people are doing things in a way that could be harmful. I, I know I used one example today, but I just wanted to clarify, like, you know, it's sometimes easy to have examples, but like in my marketing, in my, like if you go over to my Instagram or if you listen on the podcast, my intent is not to shame anyone. My intent is not to elicit guilt. My intent instead is for us to actually align via values and look how we can move forward with the values front of mind. Because yes, we can get stuck into the blaming and shaming and guilting of people, of what is already out there. But I think by extension that actually is not trauma mindful and it can be triggering for people. At the end of the day, also it's probably not us grounding in our own values. Um, And so there's business coaches out there that do super things that definitely don't align with my values. And I could probably get a lot of traction, right? By, by talking about this, by focusing on that, by using it and probably get shares and stuff, make funny memes about things. It's not where I want to take people though. I want to take people forward into the possibilities of what we can do of how we can be different I want us to be thinking about just stopping and pausing and slowing down and thinking about our messaging and thinking about our marketing is it values aligned is it human holding is this in aid of deepening my relationship with the humans I want to connect to and share my work with or is this in aid of getting a laugh of getting a share of getting you know some likes what is this in aid of um and again I'm not saying that you're out there trying to create shame-based marketing to get some laughs and I will be very honest and say that I can look back on some of the 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 posts I've done in the past um, in my previous iteration of business working with humans around their relationship with food or maybe some little lines I've done in a blog post like and I can tell you some of them would have been triggering for people some of them would have been leaning a little bit towards the ed- end of shame in it and it's not about us being perfect and it's not about us never doing harm, but it's really about, I think, slowing down and thinking if we want to be trauma mindful in our businesses, in, in our practice and in our businesses, if we want to create spaces for humans around their relationship with their food or their bodies um, or whatever area that you work in, where we want people to feel um you know, we want it to be different than what is out there already, the status quo, which is very human unaffirming um, and very trauma, like, you know, it, it adds to um, and in some cases the systems cause, um, you know, they add to that trauma. If we don't want to be doing that. If we want to be doing it different, if you want to be doing it different in your business, then it's an opportunity not to focus on, you know, where – what we don't want to see or what we don't like, but instead to paint a picture for ourselves as much as anything as for the humans we're working with, what we could be different. So rather than asking necessarily, is my marketing triggering? What I would offer up to you is to ask, is this something like a super quick litmus test? Is this something I would say to a human I was working directly with? 
Or is this something I would say to a human who was interested in working with me? If we were having a conversation, would I say that? Would I say it to their face? (laughs) Would I say that to somebody? Would that be helpful? Or would I consider that to be actually not helpful, not trauma-informed? In which case, why are we doing it in our marketing? So that's the first test. Would I say this to a human I was working with? if I was working with them or if I was in conversation or relating with them um, face-to-face, whether that's online, not even face-to-face, it could be through an email, whatever it might be. So would I say this to an an individual human or a group of humans um, that I was working with? What do your values, where do your values point you? So slowing down, so giving yourself an opportunity when you are doing your marketing to slow down, take a breath, ground yourself, look at what you're sharing, Look at your values and see if that is aligned. Is there alignment there or is there a misalignment? Look at what you're sharing. Look at how you're sharing things. Look at the marketing that you're doing. And even just asking like a super quick question, how can I make it less harm? Is there a potential of harm? And like I said, this is not about tying ourselves in 3 billion knots so that we never say a thing. But is there is this harmful? Is there a potential for harm? And could I do it differently? Now, Sometimes, like I said, we can tie ourselves or not, we can get caught up. So how can we do it? How can we create, I suppose, a space where we can still move forward? Um, And so I think that some of the elements are, one is that, you know, those, those kind of filters. The second, particularly if you are getting stuck or getting caught up in knots um, or, you know, getting scared to say anything, is to have trusted advisors or a spaces where you can be supported. So that could be, you know, when in our clinical practice or in our practice, it could be things like clinical supervision. But in your business or in your marketing, it might be a coach or a mentor or a, a business buddy who, you know, you, um, you meet with and you chat to about what you're up to and, and you both are kind of holding space for each other to to be doing less harm through your businesses. So trusted advisors, whether they are someone like, you know, like myself, like a coach that you would pay or a space like Integrate, plug, um, that you could go, you could be part of, or it's a peer, it's somebody you meet with. Like I've got a, I call, um, I've got a somebody, a human that we meet once a month on Zoom and we're really about building anti-oppressive businesses. And that's what that space is about. It's about us coming in and talking about things and running through what we're up to and so that we have a space where we can talk things through like hey this doesn't quite feel right what do you think um or oh I've got this going on or sometimes like I've sent like a registration page can you have a look at this and just you know run it through that trauma mindful anti-oppressive lens and so having spaces doesn't always have to be paid although of course there are options for that but having spaces you don't want echo chambers you don't want people who are like yeah so fine no worries you want People who, um, yes, will hold your humanity and do things in a way that is kind, but also you want somebody who will kindly hold you accountable if it's needed around what you're sharing. We'll be very honest and truthful with you around where your biases are, where your maybe blind, um, where your gaps are in what you're doing. So, uh, the lens to run things through those couple of questions. Trust spaces, trusted spaces, spaces with trusted advisors, whether they be coaches, mentors, or peers, um, and a process for repair in your business. So that if something does happen, if somebody does reach out and like, hey, that's very triggering for me, um, or this is harmful or whatever it might be, um, or later down the track, you realize something about what you've done, that you have a process within your business to 
hold space for repair or to make repair if it's necessary, to maintain and make repair to any kind of relating or relationship that might be impacted by what you've shared. And so that's about being radically responsible for what we're doing, but it's also about kind of thinking it out beforehand or just having a process where we kind of know, well, what are the steps that I want to be going through? What do my values, what's my values-based repair process that that, that allows space for you to still stay grounded in your values while holding space for somebody else's humanity in that. So they are the kind of practical things that I think are really important and essential. So is your marketing triggering? It's definitely not a yes or no answer. If it's a yes or no answer, then, you know, it's probably pretty obviously. The only time it's often a, a clear, like yes or no, is when it's a clear yes, usually. Um it's more about how can you make it less so. And I believe that things are having those kind of filter questions, having spaces where you can go to for trusted advice um, and accountably kind and kind accountability um, and also a process for repair in your business. And these are, and here's a very blatant marketing plug, some of the things that we'll be talking about in Integrate. So if that's something you're interested in, if this episode's made you think, hmm, actually this is an area I would like to know more about or work on, go check out um, the Integrate sign-up page, dietitianvalues.com forward slash Integrate. And of course, always feel free to reach out to me, whether it's about the episode or about the program. I'm always here to chat, to answer any questions. I'm always open to talking about where I may have missed the mark or missed something in my kind of view of things. If you've got a difference or an extra point of view or an addition um, or just something you want to talk to me about this that is there that is what my business is about and that's not saying that's what your business has to be about Um, but that is really um, what I'm about so if you want to reach out um, you can dm me over on instagram at dietitian values or you can send me an email laura at dietitianvalues.com which you can find via the website when you're over there checking out the integrate sign up page okay I'm going to leave you with that this one's getting a bit longer than standard and um, until next time bye for now much for listening i really appreciate you and the time you've given to me if you like what you heard please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice want more like this come follow along and continue the combo on instagram where i hang out at dietitian values i'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect have a good one catch you next time on the dietitian values podcast the dietitian values podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the nambri and Ngunnawal people i pay my respects to the elders past present and emerging